Hey neighbors, producer Christine here recording from WIPA Radio, Uptown Central Station, located inside the new Poet Gardens at 13002 Philadelphia Street. For more information to learn how you can become a DJ, a sports announcer, or have your own program here at the station, reach out. Go to WIPARadio.com or email info at WIPARadio for more information. Now on to our community corkboard announcements. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., join the Whittier Uptown Association for their weekly Uptown Whittier Farmer's Market, located in the parking lot on the corner of Philadelphia Street and Bright Avenue. If you are interested in becoming a vendor, send an email over to Farmer's Market at whittieruptown.org with Farmer's Market Vendor in the subject. And on the 4th of July, we have our annual 4th of July Spectacular. Thank you so much to the City of Whittier Parks and Recreation Department who do their overtime for that day. So this is going to be on the 4th of July from 5 to 9 p.m. When the uh, fireworks go off probably around 8 o'clock when it gets a little darker, it's $5 to come on in. So please um, bring the family. Enjoy yourselves. I believe kids three and under are free. So I'm going to put up the Facebook event. You can go there for more information. And it'll be take place at York Field, which is on the corner of Slauson and Santa Fe Springs Road in West Whittier. If you already have 4th of July plans, no worries. The City of Whittier Parks and Recreation Department saves the day again. So if you're interested in doing something on Saturday, July 6th at dusk, head on over to Michigan Park, 8228 Michigan Avenue in Whittier, in East Whittier. And they will be putting on the movie for their movie in the park this month. It is Mary Poppins Returns. I love Mary Poppins. I love Emily Blunt. I love Lin-Manuel Miranda. So hopefully I'll be able to make it and I can see you there. Are you a fan of Frida Kahlo's artwork? Well, join Casita del Pueblo as they host their Viva la Frida Fest. This year, it's bigger and better. It's going to be located in the same parking lot where we have the Farmer's Market on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright Avenue. This is taking place Sunday, July 7th from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. I've put in the Facebook invitation down below. It is a free event to attend here in Uptown Whittier, and it's great to celebrate our culture that we have here. So please, come on down, and I hope to see you there. Alrighty, so as you guys know, I attended the June 24th Disney Tribute Band Summer Concerts in the Park. It was such a great time. If I saw you, it was wonderful to say hi and meet you. And if you saw me, please next time come up and say hello. I love to say hi, meet the people all the time. So um, let's go down this list about what's coming up. So as you know, on July 1st and July 4th, they're taking the week off because of the wonderful holiday, the 4th of July. So remember, we have two concerts every single week. We have concerts on Monday and Thursday at 7 p.m. On Monday at Central Park, 6532 Friends Avenue, join the Amanda Castro Band as they perform jazz hits. Again, this is July 8th at 7 p.m. in Uptown Whittier. Now this next one is going to be amazing. So this is going to be at Parnell Park at 7 p.m. on Thursday, July 11th, a week after uh, the 4th of July. And this is going to be the Selena Tribute Band. Okay, if you don't know who Selena is, um, go to YouTube, go to Spotify, go to Tidal, wherever you listen to your music. Type in Selena Quintanilla, and it's not Selena Gomez. It's like bitty bitty bomb bomb. It is just like the classic 
Reina de Tejano music, um, the Reina de Cumbia. It's uh, awesome. So I'm definitely going to be there. I'm sure my sisters are also going to be there. My little sister, Megan, she has this really great outfit that she wears to all these like Selena tribute concerts. So I'm really excited for that. And I'm really excited to see everybody turn out for that fun event. So again, you guys, this is going to be Thursday at 7 p.m. July 11th, the Selena Tribute Band at Parnell Park, 15390 Lambert Road. And I'll give you the other concerts as they go on, but don't forget to visit cityofwhittier.org and you can learn more information about what Parks and Rec has for us this summer series. Remember everyone, parks make life better, so be sure to bring your own lawn chair and your blanket. Pets, barbecues, alcoholic beverages, and smoking are strictly prohibited, so don't even try it. If you're interested in learning more information, please call 562-567-9450. Again, we have so much wonderful culture in this town, so I want to give a special shout-out to the friends of Uptown Whittier and Marilyn Brinegar for hosting the Uptown Whittier Art Stroll. This is a monthly art stroll that we have in our community, and during the summer, it's mainly focused on families because... It's open from 5 to 9 p.m. and the sunshine stays out until 8 o'clock. So again, we are so grateful for Marilyn and the Friends of Uptown Whittier for putting on this art stroll and bringing culture into our community. Again, it is Wednesday, July 10th from 5 to 9 p.m. in the wonderful Uptown Whittier. Just follow the music and be able to check out all of the cool artisan artists and crafts that we have here in the art stroll. And if you're interested in learning more information, go on Instagram and follow Uptown Art Stroll. And our next event is the Whittier Pride Fest. Join the Whittier Pride Committee on Saturday, September 28th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Central Park in Uptown Whittier for Whittier's first ever Whittier Pride Fest. Are you interested in becoming involved in the Whittier Pride Planning Committee? Well, make sure you come on down July 3rd at 7.30 p.m. to the YMCA of Greater Whittier, which is located at 12510 Hadley Street. If you just want to uh, email and get some more information that way, the email is prideinfo at whittieryouthbuild.org. If you're interested in participating as a vendor for the first Whittier Pride Fest, you can email pridevendors at whittieryouthbuild.org. We are so grateful for their support, so we want to give back and support them as much as possible. Again, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this week's Community Corkboard Announcements. If you have anything you want to share with us, please email christine at whatsupwittier.com. Do you have friends who listen to podcasts and they've never heard of What's Up Whittier? You got to let them know what we got going on. So this is our 100th episode, everybody. I'm so grateful that you guys have tuned in, you've listened, you've subscribed, you've downloaded, and here we are at this place today. Again, thank you so much. We really couldn't have done this without you, without your support. So again, uh, you can follow us on social media. Follow at What's Up Whittier on Facebook, Twitter, and What's Up 562 on Instagram. You can follow me, producer Christine, at The Singing Moon. And you can also follow Jesse and Remo. Remo is at Remo the Realtor. If you are looking to buy or sell your home, just Google Remo the Realtor or visit RemoTheRealtor.com and set up an appointment there. And if you're interested in following Jesse the Architect, we talk a little bit about the project that he works on here in the podcast. So visit Jesse's firm, j2architects.com. And also follow Jesse on Instagram at j2architects. 
He has some workshops periodically, so the best way for you to get some information about how you can improve your home is to follow at J2Architects on Instagram or like J2Architects on Facebook. Again, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. It's a very special episode for me, and I'm sure for the guys as well, because it's like finally episode 100. Uh, but yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in, for supporting, and I'm, I'm very grateful for all of the ears that are listening to this. Thank you so much, and take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up, Whittier? Oh, man, you're racing. You're racing. Yeah, you're galloping. Off to the races, uh, are we? <laughs> yeah, off to the races, actually, about galloping. If you guys have ever seen any of our videos with Marley, um, our dog in the morning, when he gets like a treat, he gallops, and it's the cutest thing. So oh. that's today's in, in lieu of Marley and the race. <laughs> no. so, what's up, Whittier? That's right, man. What's up, Whittier? Can you guys believe uh, 100 episode? This is our 100th episode. The big scene? Mil? What is it? Cien. 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 In Arabic, for those that want to know, it's... Uh, what is it? Oh, man, you already lost it, man. Uh, Maya. Maya? Yeah, Maya. Maya, Maya like Maya? Yeah, but Maya. Maya. Yeah, okay. so Maya episode. So there's a lot, a lot of episodes. I'd say if you had to just quickly think about the last, like one that stands out, what would it be? Maybe because it's most recent, I, I, the dude be nice one was was great. Um, that's just the one that uh, that and they're probably five stories <laughs> above us right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it just that one stands out. And maybe I, I saw their Instagram about ten minutes ago, and that's why. Yeah, they yeah. Stand oh, that's out. why they It's funny. Sometimes so, I'll be working in here, and I just like see them walk by, and you know, yeah. Brenner Little just like uh, wave. Yeah. You know, nice. Yeah. The, the other one that that stands out and it's kind of weird because I, I think they're not in business anymore I'm not sure it was Materna Fit right yeah. that one when was we were doing workouts one. yeah when we were doing live workouts yeah I thought that was a little interesting did we ever do any other like things where we had to participate in in the business or in the a lot man well which other one with Manny uh, I think we did some stuff oh yeah some participation I mean we had all the restaurants where we ate yeah but were, were, were we actually like Physically, did, Physically something. did something. I remember that when we did the Cielo Beauty Bar, Marissa was like, "I want to give these guys a tan." <laughs> yeah, I did it. I did and you guys are not yeah. a, not about the tan life. The, the, the I don't know if the tan spray goes through like chest hair. And <laughs> oh no, we're good. She's gonna give you a wax <laughs> and oh, yeah, everything. Yeah. We are good on that. You become the Latin lover, man. Yeah, you might get one strip out of me, and I'll, I'll run to the races. Yeah, we've had people like oh. offer facials before, and I don't think we did that. It's just no, physically, I don't think we've had anything other than just. What about at Jerry's? Didn't you guys like do some stuff uh, at Jerry's oh, at we, Titan Edge Fitness? Um, at Titan Edge Athletics, we did. No, we just put on gloves and we pretended like we were doing um. something. It was just for the photo op. It was really. I don't think we did anything, right? No. You were like a kid in a playground, though, because you were just uh, yeah. playing with everything. They have a lot were. of neat toys there. Yeah. So it's uh, it's not your typical just gym with weights and stuff, So or fitness center, studio, whatever the title might be. Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Jerry does a lot of dynamic type of training, so it's really cool that yeah. um, I just really like watching him online and on Instagram. It's like, this is how you strengthen your ACL. I'm like, what? 
I don't yeah. even like what? Like that never Jerry, occurs to you. Jerry's you know? a fitness nerd, which is That's really awesome. cool. He he tells me sometimes when I go there and I, I'm working out with him or something, um, or one of the other guys. He'll start telling me the science. I'm just just tell me what to do. I, I don't need to know. <laughs> I don't need to know like, why. Just... All the dynamics of it. I just need to know that I, if I'm doing it right. What about a, a podcast that's been very um, touching, like one that that like that impacted you in a certain way? Well, the last one or the one before? Just any know, of them. Uh, of all of any. Um, I, God, the name escapes me. Rob Marin. Rob, that's it, Rob. Yeah, yeah, Rob the realtor. Yep. Yeah, that one was um, was pretty impactful. Powerful. Yeah. yeah I, I think, th- as far as emotion wise, I, probably that's the most emotional episode we probably have ever re- got. So, right. I, I um, would say that uh, Rob was very vulnerable in yeah. that space, and yeah. I mean, also, so was I, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. And I think I sh- I did, I like I cut that part out of the episode, yeah. but um, you know, I did share like kind of a trigger warning for some people because it like even listening back to it it's it was kind of heavy you know but it's so real like what's going on what goes on um in regards to domestic violence and did you guys uh see or hear about the the simi no the simi valley or up north in the valley the guy that with the machete um killed his his wife so mary from our team her sister lives in that complex Oh my god! And she no was way. like a door to over, and she was interviewed by the police and by the news and wow. so forth. But um, th- this guy, who was in his thirties, just you know, probably not all there, and took a machete wow. to his, th- his 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 wife. I think I did, and I think that if I recall correctly, it was like a part of the story was that they were just posting on Facebook, like or on Instagram, social media, like the day before or that day or something, like, oh, I love my husband, blah, 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 you know? But there's that, like, disparity, you know, of couples that put a lot on media in order to... That's why I don't put anything on media. Happy life. You live happier that way. (laughs) Well, that that might be how it's portrayed, since Mary's, obviously, it's her sister that lives there. Mm -hmm. She said that it obviously wasn't that way, that she was very scared to ever come out of her, her own home, and the day before... Like the 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 gentleman and and her uh, her husband or her boyfriend, mm-hmm. they actually confronted each other, and yeah, and and the next day they kind of heard them fighting and oh you know right after that happened. I so it's so anyway. So that was yeah. a heavy episode, and it was real recent that um, that happened. Uh, God, I think it was last week. So you know what? Uh, well, um, for you guys. Well, what are you? Are you Jesse? Uh, the most impactful uh, podcast for me, um, I mean, that one was one definitely, I think, more recent. Um, but even the other ones, I, I think the ones that have been, for me personally, is two. One was the Boys and Girls Club. Right. And then the other one was with the, uh, um, what's that closet? Uh, Bridge of Faith. Bridge of Faith. Wow. Just because for me, anytime you're dealing with, with uh, uh, organizations that that uh deal with like youth or or just um you know families that are that are looking to kind of do something better and kind of move ahead and and uh make a better life you know it's a american dream it's it's kind of cool to see that there's there's groups out there that are supporting stuff like that um 
but yeah, I mean, it, it, they're, even their stories and how they, you know, they originated and how they're doing stuff. Again, not 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 publicly or widely known as you would think they would. Yeah, Carol's story is very impactful, because yeah. that's how she lived as a like you know um, in her youth, and for her to be able to like kind of bring it full circle and empower other young women, like that's that's so great. Um, I agree, and then that was also a really cool episode because. I just always wanted to know what goes on at that house ever since I was in elementary school across the street from it. And to really understand the message now as an, a woman, um, that was that was very impactful. And like the Seroptimist um, group as well, you know, they also empower like young women. And that's always very exciting. Um, but one very one impactful episode that really helped shape um, you know, my thinking is we we did one with Eva a million years ago. Like, mm-hmm. like it was the second one we ever recorded, you know. And I've, I've had the opportunity to listen to that a few times. And um, I didn't know her that well at the time. But, you know, now I know her a lot better. It's been a few years. Um, it's 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 so right, everything that she talks about. I think one thing that she said is, you know, your vision. Like, if you don't have... Like, you need to have a clear vision in order to execute what you want, and you need to create those action steps. And, like, that's essentially um, law of attraction or creating your own destiny in that way. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really before I became, like, uh, spiritually inclined or anything like that. And so that's why that episode is very impactful for me specifically so shout out to eva and shout out to everybody else who we've been talking about um you should go back and listen to those episodes talk about listening to the old episodes which one's one that you can re-listen to over and over oh my gosh that uh remo you don't get to answer that question because you don't listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> and for me i'm pulling well, up the instagram to see the pictures oh, which one would you want to record again <clears throat> oh that's a good one definitely all the ones with april <laughs> Those are always a lot of fun. I love Pescadora. I liked the one, um, you know, see, the CC the Love episode was a lot of fun also. I for thought me, that was really cool. For me, the uh, the one I could re-listen to over and over was the one that we did with Colleen. That's uh, exactly the one I was going to say. That was a good, that was yeah. a favorite that one was, too. That was actually the one I was going to say. I mean, there's so much knowledge in that in that episode that like mm-hmm. if you're a beer geek, I mean, it's. Uh, That's like episode 11. You can listen to that over and over, man. And and I could do that one over and over again too. Right? I mean, we had a we had the opportunity to do it again, man. It'd be uh, it'd be fun. Yeah, why not? We well, I think we might try and like with Colleen specifically, because like I'll make it yeah, happen, no, Colleen. Was, Colleen, was, if you're out there. Yeah, I mean, she was pretty good. I mean, I think the. Uh, it, but I, I I read or heard something that she's not drinking beer anymore. Oh, really? That's true. Oh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I, I have no idea. I know that um, Colleen does a buyers and brews event with um, Paul and Paul. Tiffany. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you know, she's a certified Cicerone, so she can probably, you know, provide stuff for us and talk well, let's, about let's it. Let's give her a call. 1-800-COLLEEN. Right. <laughs> call into Colleen. <laughs> you know, the, the episode that I think I could listen over and over is, is my episode because I think it's really Oh, good. man. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Yeah, that, that is a nice one. You, um, just kidding. Um, it is a nice one. You talk about your engagement party, how that was a big surprise, but how Veronica threw that surprise for you guys at the Knotted Apron. Um, you know, it's, you talked about how you got the nickname Remo, which I think is really fun. Um, 
you know, I remember those. I don't. I don't remember anything about your episode, Jesse. But <laughs> no, I I'm just kidding. I, had to redo, I have no idea how you remember all this stuff. If I could <laughs> redo another one, just because, and redo in the sense that it was good, but it could be better, mm-hmm. uh, was the one with Triple Tavern. Oh my god, that one was a lot of fun. Like, that one was really good. I mean, just the stuff they, that we were talking about and yeah, eating. Yeah, they're so but great. But I think it was just like the 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 time we were doing it at kind of there's a lot of things happening at the same time yes. it was a little kind of i think maybe um, like that type of episode could have been done on a monday when there aren't um like big crowds yeah, in uptown yeah. you know um i really did like the outdoor patio experience did you guys enjoy the outdoor patio recording experience yeah um i did i, I just next time i when we do it i definitely have to uh come more with an appetite because that episode they probably fed us more in that episode than I think I've ever in. And it was a shame because I had just had a, a quick snack. And oh, that's right. You know, there's no such thing as go. quick snack quick for you, snack. man. Like, no, I inhale. Like, <laughs> my, my, so my snack is like three minutes. My quick snack is like two minutes. <laughs> it's like two seconds. Yeah. Oh, no, man. ever since that episode, and I can totally see, we can see them from the studio here um, in the WIPA radio. There's... It's a big pillar, but I can see it. Um, it's. I remember eating the elote fries, and I have never gone back. And actually, I think they also served us like this pineapple cider because they have a lot of ciders, and they talked about why they had a lot of ciders, and that's really cool. Um, and they were like, oh, have you ever tried the pineapple cider? I was like, no. It's like, oh, I'll get you one with tahini rim. It's so good. And literally, that's the only thing I get whenever I go there. It's the elote fries and the pineapple cider. It's so good. No, definitely a good place to go eat a burger. Oh, the burgers are money. I like the little slider, the cute little slider things. Yeah, yeah. What's, uh, I was going to say, so I know we talked about which one would you want to re-record, but is there any one that you would think that that we're, we're not tapping into? Like there's one like, man, I, I think it's, uh, we got to put this on the queue. Well, I think it's on the queue, which is the Modern Shaman, right? I know we talked about them. Mm-hmm. So they're on the queue. And... For me, the one I'm really excited about, and I don't know if we can announce or not, so Christine, if you need to edit this, you can. Okay. Which is Ruth B. Shannon. Right. So I, I'll let you, can we talk about it? Or? Um, yeah, we can definitely talk about well, it. Well, we'll put it out there, right? Yeah. It, it, we're going to eventually get that going, and, yeah. and uh, that'd, be, that'd be fun. I mean, that'd be yeah. very interesting. Yeah, you know, I'm very, um, you know, we're very fortunate to live in a town where we have access to our local government, and so... Um, I think during when we interviewed Fernando um, a few months ago, he thought it was a great idea. And he's like, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll, I'm so super into it. And then the next week when we interviewed Joe, he was uh, also very into it. And so I've been in contact with both of them. And Ruth B. Shannon is also very into it. Uh, so we just sent out some you know, questions kind of just to help her preface a little bit and uh, know a little bit more about what we do on the podcast and look up some free dates and see, um, you know, when we're going to be able to do that. But keep that on your purview. Everybody follow us at What's Up Whittier to learn more and just to stay in the know of when we're going to interview Ms. Ruthie Shannon. And if we do it, we're probably going to do it in our hall? Yes, at the Ruth B. Shannon Center. So part of the logistics, right, is... throwing out there. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not confirmed yet, it. but here we are. You guys are all invited. Right. Part of the logistics is just that uh, we need to confirm with her her dates and then the availability at the hall. 
If but. you, if anybody listening out there, if you know someone who knows someone <laughs> who knows someone who knows her, just throw it out there. Boom. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's been pretty cool. I'm um, just kind of thinking about what to ask her and sending those questions their way. Um, but also, I haven't even shared this with you two yet. I just got the confirmation from Chef yesterday. Um, for our 111th episode, in 11 episodes, we're going to do a live show on the patio of the brewery. So that'll be really exciting because hopefully that'll be by the end of um, August, beginning of September, I guess. And that'll be around the same time when the brewery is going to be open. Nice. Um, projected at this moment. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it'll be 111, 112, <laughs> in the 110. No, for sure. I think 111 is a really cool number. So yeah. to have that here at our new home is really special. Well, before we get into our guest there, um, I, I want to throw it out there to our listeners. Um, I, I Lately, very recent, I got into uh, uh, eating an Impossible Burger. Oh, interesting. Which is amazing. I mean, I, I didn't realize it was all veggie-made uh, mm-hmm. patty. Uh, so if you, if listeners out there, if you have a recommendation on where I could go get a an, a very delicious Impossible Burger. What is Impossible Burger? Is it like the big burgers or you? No, it's... It's, um... it's one we have at uh, Modern Salmon. Oh, is it? Oh, it's a patty. It's a yeah, patty. It's a I thought patty. it was one of those like eight-pound oh, like burgers. Huge, like it's Impossible to <laughs> eat or yeah. something. <laughs> Like if you eat it in an hour, you get it for free. Eat it together. We've we've been at Modern Shaman a couple times, and and, and man, that burger's amazing, man. Is that your guys' favorite thing on the menu? I mean, we can talk about this when we have Modern Shaman on, but man, their food is so good. Anybody out there, uh, I got a challenge for you. Find the the best impossible burger. So that's the name of the actual patty. Correct. The impossible burger. Well, with that said... Who is our guest today, Remo? Producer Christine is our guest today. So, Christine, welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We are here at the W... IPA. IPA. IPA oh, like the dream. That's so much easier Whittier to remember IPA. now. Whittier IPA. Whippa. Interviewing Whippa. Uh, Christine. Yes. Hi, guys. Get to know you a little bit more and maybe share whatever you got going on with you. Yeah. So who's Christine? Who is Christine, right? Um, (laughs) Well, I was born on June 14th. I'm a Gemini. I enjoy tacos on a Tuesday. No. Um, Yeah, who is Christine? Well, I've lived in Whittier for like 21 years now. I went to all the schools here. I went to Ocean View, Mulberry, East Whittier, Cal High. I lived in Whittier when I went to Cal State Fullerton. Even when I had my own apartment, I couldn't get out of this town. I had my first apartment in South Whittier, and it's been it's been a pretty cool pretty cool ride being able to provide this podcast as a platform for different organizations in the community and being able to network with a lot of um, a lot of good people. You know, not just the fact that, oh, it's so cool, like we interviewed Turnbull's Tavern or, you know, um, getting to say hi to Mike and Kim at Modern Shaman. Like, those are really cool things, and it brings the community a little closer together. But the fact that these are good people and, you know, we're giving them a platform to do this, it really fills my cup, if you guys know what I mean. So you, you, got, into, um, you got into podcasting. Uh, how did you get into podcasting and why? Yeah, so um, 
I've always been into radio when I was little. I loved Radio Disney. And so at Disneyland, they have, they used to have a radio station in Disneyland. And I remember um, during the weekdays, because when I was an only child, we would go frequently. And then my little sister was born, and then um, we wouldn't go as much anymore. Yeah, you got to share. <laughs> yeah, that right, one exactly. Out the window. <laughs> you know, until she was like three or four, you know. But um, yeah, I would just go and I would always watch. My mom used to take me to the Radio Disney concerts. Like, you know how, um, like, Kiss FM or Amp Radio or Power 106 will have their street team events like at random shopping centers. I think like this morning, 90, was it 92.3 was um, like at Montebello and Beverly, uh, Montebello and Whittier Boulevard giving away tickets, right? So we would go to all of those random Radio Disney events like in Monrovia. Like it was so fun. So I was always into radio. So the way um, I got into podcasting is I my major in college was radio, TV, film. And towards the end of my education, I was like, man, what's like, nobody really does radio anymore. I started listening to the podcasts. Um, I've been listening to podcasts for 12 years, but when I was in college, I started listening to them more. It's because, you know, you have a smartphone, you're able to listen to it while you're driving. And I was commuting a lot. So I just really started getting into podcasts. And then um, as luck would have it or kismet or whatever you want to call it, I linked up with somebody who I used to do theater with back in the day, um, like when I was in high school. And he said, hey, we have a podcast. Me and my friend are developing it. She doesn't like her voice, and we really like your voice. So do you think you'd want to be on the podcast? And I remember we were walking around um, uptown, and I said, yeah, definitely. That would be great. And so there was that. And when we uh, decided to move on to other projects, I met you two, and then... You know, we've shared the story a few times. Uh, you know, I mentioned that I create podcasts. Jesse's like, oh, I love listening to podcasts. And Remo was all like, what's a podcast? So, uh, and here we are, 100 episodes later. That's right. That's right. And so what is it that you do now? I mean, aside from the podcasting. Right. What else, what else keeps you busy? Oh, man. What doesn't keep me oh, busy? Oh, yeah. What doesn't keep me busy? Because <laughs> um, as you guys know, I'm running around all the time. Um, so I am the manager for WIPA Radio, which is an internet radio station located inside of the brewery on the corner of Philadelphia and Greenleaf. So What's Up Whittier is one of the programs. Uh, it was literally the first program that we ever had on the schedule, so that's pretty cool. And we're also developing original programming. One thing that we are developing is called The Voices of Whittier, where we interview um, people who have lived the majority of their lives here and Whittier through the voices of people from Whittier. And it's actually bringing stories of that history to, you know, to us today. It's almost right. like going to your grandparents and asking, well, tell me a story, mm -hmm. right? And they say, oh, well, that market never existed. It used to be this. And you're like, what? It's not, you know, like, for example, my right now what's happening is by my parents' house, they're mm -hmm. expanding the five freeway and... You know, 20 years ago, or not even 20, 10 years ago, there was a sizzler. There was a little, like oh, where my wow. uncle's office was and all this. Other, now you go there and it's just like this Empty. huge. Yeah, it's just huge. Oh, wow. So for us to tell my nephews, right, oh, this is where we used to go eat sizzler and uh, me doing a cabbage patch. Um, <laughs> but that no longer exists. So hearing the voices from someone that obviously has seen it is, is kind of a cool thing because you're like, no way, that was there or this was here. Yeah, so it's a full service full service format um, 
genre kind of thing. Um, what that means, full service, is that there will be different types of shows, so like sports shows, like a spirituality show, a political show, this show, um, other oral, collection of oral histories, like the Boys of the Whittier. Also, there will be DJs coming in and, you know, spinning the, I don't know, what do you guys call it? Ones and twos. Spinning the ones and twos. All right, cool. Oh, you know what? We got to get Rick. That was a cool episode when he was talking about his passion for um, spinning. spinning, you know, and DJing. And that was a really cool episode, too. Um, but yeah, so if you people want to learn more information, they can go to wiparadio.com. We're expecting to stream it, um, you know, the end of August, beginning of September. So I'm really excited uh, about that are project. There, are these, are these going to be pre-recorded episodes that will air during a certain time are they going to be live these different episodes let's say the political one the sports one where people are maybe having a beer and drinking and it's like broadcasted outside or what what will be the actual format yes it will be recorded live here in the studio just i mean what we are doing is we record prior and so now we're going to upload all the stuff later so that's kind of what i'm doing right now is working with um other people who want to produce their own content here in our studio, we are pre-recording it so that when it comes time to launch, you know, I can just plug it in. Because eventually the goal um, for the studio, because I am essentially the only person that's staff here, the goal is that people are able to independently produce their own content, either Dropbox link it to me or, you know, just get it to me so I can have it in the queue ready to go. So, you know. And is there any restrictions on that? Like if some, if I want to talk about you know, a right side political issue or a left side. Or oh, I thought you were going to say, if you want to talk about selling homes, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hey, you can definitely market yourself that way. Absolutely. Well, you're you're going to get a bunch of commercials from me. I'm going to flood your Dropbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure you have a lot ready to go. Yeah. Um, but in regards to controlling people's content, no. You know, we created this in order to give a platform for people to express themselves uh, unless it's hateful rhetoric or, you know, just, I mean, not that it's negative and pe- people are negative, that happens. But if it's like xenophobic, if it's very hateful, you know, that's not, that won't be tolerated. But you, someone is going to actually listen to the, the stuff before it's queued up and... Yeah, so um, that, that'll be me. <laughs> that'll be me who just like kind of listens and approves right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, um, yeah, but really another cool thing actually um, about the studio and the space, not only that people can come in and record, one thing I really love is this beautiful mural behind me. My little sister painted it. She is only 20 years old, and um, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to have had her do it. When Chef asked me, he's like, oh, you know, um, the guys are putting a mural in the back of the brewery. Did you want to do a mural on this wall? And I was like, yeah, definitely. That sounds really cool. He's like, okay, well, you know, you can talk to them, check out who their artists are. If they want to, you know, do this mural, you know, you, you can arrange it. And I was like, hmm, I have a better idea. Not, you know, not that um, the other artists aren't talented, but, I mean, it's really special to me to be able to see my little sister's artwork every day when I come into work, you know? Um, it's it's very beautiful, and I'm very grateful for our parents who really encouraged us to become involved in the arts. We've always been involved in the arts, and um, the last episode we had, it's been developed, right? I don't think last yes. time there was no sky, correct? And then so the she, black mountains or, or gray mountains or yeah. mountains, I should say. Yes. Yeah, so she came in on um, Monday. 
And so she did all of those pieces. And we actually had her first, the first uh, step in the process was actually for the art stroll on that we had on June 12th. So she, we had a live art demonstration and she was doing the mural live. And that was really nice and a lot of fun because her friends came out to support her. She was selling her prints outside. Her boyfriend was manning her booth, you know, and That's cute. yeah, it was really cute. It was really nice. So um, just to be able to have that memory already in this space, it's, it's pretty dope. I'm grateful. So when, when live art is happening, do people cheer you on? Do they keep going? <laughs> nice stroke. <Yeah. laughs> you know, like, I, I guess that's, I don't know, as I'm thinking yeah, about absolutely. if I'm here and I'm watching, like, do you say something? Are you quiet, like at a you know, golf game? Or... <laughs> yeah, exactly, golf, man. You applaud, like, silently. <laughs> exactly. She puts the, like, you know, she made that arrow. People are like, wow, look at yeah. those edges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, it was just a really cool time, a good experience for her friends to come in and um, able to check out the studio a little bit. They were talking to her about it. Um, it was, I think, the coolest part about it being a live art demonstration is just seeing how art is created. Like, as you can see, there are two headlights up there, mm-hmm. but there's no car. But that's just because, you know, she would add the car in the last stage uh, of, the, of painting. I thought, like, she, I thought someone accidentally painted that. <laughs> See, exactly. So it's really cool to watch the process of kind of how that happens. Like, she started with spray paint. Like that's um, I don't know if you guys can tell, but on my, the green areas of the wall, she spray painted, you know, like to prime it right with green, and with the blue, she um, spray painted with white so it can stand out more. And it's the process of art, you know. Art is so beautiful. Why not appreciate how it's made? Mm-hmm. So that would lead me to I guess what a new stuff that I'm doing. Um, I've been very fortunate to be nominated. Um, to be interviewed to be part of the Cultural Arts Commission um, for the city. Nice. Yeah, I applied last year, and, um, you know, there are really great dynamic people that they chose to be interviewed, and so I didn't make it through the first process, and that's totally fine. But I didn't apply this year, and they still nominated me. So I'm like, man, that's really cool. Like, it must have just been that last year so many great candidates applied, you know. Um, and I also had a lot going on, so I really didn't have as much time to devote as I do now. And then I think with the radio station create, essentially giving artists a platform, um, I'm, I'm really excited and I really hope that it's, it goes well. And after I did Dancing with the Stars, I'm like, I feel reinvigorated, like, um, I used to do theater when I was back, like back in the day when I was in school, like I said, um, with that friend that we did podcasting. And when I went on that stage, it was like, I was turned on, like it was electric. You know what I mean? You guys could go to what's up Whittier on Instagram and check out the video on IGTV. But, um, like whenever I hear that song girl on fire, I get the chills now. I really do just because it's, it's so powerful. Not only just being on stage, but being on stage in front of, an audience full of people that you know, people that we've interviewed on the podcast, you know, and um, it's it was a really beautiful experience. So this year has, so far, 2019 has been really awesome, and we're only through the first half. That's so right. I'm excited to see, you know, what the remainder of 2019 will be and 2020. Were you Jeez. thinking to yourself, don't trip? 
<laughs> I was like, shoulders back, shoulders back, keep it tight. Because I, when I came in, uh, Rudy Hernandez, who's the choreographer, my dance partner, he was holding me up. He was lifting me above his head. And we did a couple of lifts um, in the dance, and that was really exciting. But during rehearsals, he'd always be like, keep it tight, like hold your abs in. And you know what I mean? So I would have to do like before I left to go to Palm Park to rehearse when I was at home, I was like doing seven minutes of like core work just so I could have, you know, once your, um, your core has been worked out, it's going to stay very tight and together. So, I mean, I, I took that thing seriously in four weeks. We had like two or three rehearsals at six in the morning, every single, like a week, you know, and. Um, that was a really great experience, so I'm totally grateful for that as well. Nice. nice. That's a huge commitment from Rudy. I mean, you were one of six women? Correct. So he has six women that he does, what, 10 rehearsals? Yeah, 12, so it's 15? 10 rehearsals that are provided by the Whittier Community Foundation, and then mm-hmm. if you choose to have additional classes, um, it's you know, your, it's it's yeah. on your own tab, you know what I mean? But these people have been rehearsing for four months. They had since November or December, I think November, December is when they were announced and notified. And then in January, rehearsal started. And then in May was the performance. Um, so, you know, people did a really great job for learning it in four months. And, you know, I did it in, I did it in four weeks. And that was really, that totally reminded me of high school and just putting shows together yeah. like that. It was cool. I, I would prefer the, the four week because if you're doing it, <laughs> Like day after day after day, it, it's just going to sink in. It's the immersion of, of dancing, of, mm-hmm. of a language versus four months. It's like, because I, I, I say this because I used to do salsa lessons mm-hmm. and I took like a five or a seven pack or whatever they're called. And I would do it once a week mm-hmm. and then I would like miss. And then when we right. start week number two, I'm like, you forgot what, what you learned last week? week. And it's just like, so I did five classes of the exact same class every single time, which Anywhere. Yeah. Well, um, the thing about it being so condensed that only having like literally we only had time for 10 rehearsals. Mm-hmm. It's not like I could even have the option yeah. of being like, hey, Rudy, can I how, like can I do two more classes? Like mm-hmm. we didn't have that option. And it was just um, I would have to practice stuff at home because when every single time, at least in the first week, we were building on what we learned, right? And I didn't have an opportunity to be like, oh, um, I don't, like, I've totally forgot, or what's this move, or what's that, how did, am I doing this correctly? So we would, um, the first day, Rudy and Maria did the dance, and I filmed it, and so we would do up to a certain point, and then I would have, and I would just have to practice at home, because, um, again, it's like the immersion. If you're not immersing yourself and you totally forget, like if I did the wrong foot and, you know, um, to- towards the end, I would always, when I went into my lift, I always used the wrong foot. So I was off. I was off, you know, the weight distribution wasn't helping Rudy at all. You know what I mean? And like he had to work harder to lift me higher. And so he would always say, uh, switch your legs. Like even on the night of the performance, he's like, switch your legs. And I did it, you know, and, um, but it was a lot of fun. I was honestly, it was a great opportunity. That's awesome. There you go, man. You, you got it. You can Inspiration do this. Inspiration for uh, I'm good. next year. <laughs> I am good. Rudy, Maria, I well, am Rudy. good. <laughs> well, how Rudy Thank left you. you. I will gladly participate in a financial contribution if it includes an uh, adult beverage or food. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you guys, Fiend. both of you, for um, supporting me and being part of my sponsor team. Thank you. You should have probably said that because what's going to happen is they're going to give you the uh, option. 
buy yourself out of this position is going to cost you X amount of dollars. <laughs> that's, that's kind of how or, it goes already. Or participate. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable saying no. I'm, I'm sorry. I wore my big boy pants and be like, hell no. <laughs> very cool, very oh, cool. Man. What so, else you got going on, Christina? Uh, oh, man. Okay. Well, um, I'm sure people in the community have already heard this because... Uh, when I when I called Mayor Joe the other morning to uh, talk talk to him about this, he was like, "Oh yeah, I already, I already heard about it. This so town what, is so what, small." What news do we have for our hundredth episode? Oh my gosh! Um, well, now, well, yeah, now that I told Mayor Joe, I will share it. I am running for mayor. No longer producer Christine. <laughs> She is now has elevated to Mayor Christine. <laughs> Thanks. That's right. Yeah, thank you. Let's put it out there, Mayor Christine. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I called and I spoke with all of the city council members and Joe, our mayor, and I just let them know that I really respect what they do as public servants for our community. Um, it's important that you have people that are passionate about the city that they live in to want to be involved. And so I'm I'm running for mayor, not because I think that, you know, they're doing a bad job. You know, there are a lot of improvements that we've had in the last uh, year. And I'm excited to see, you know, what's going to happen moving forward. I just think it could be different. I just think it could be different. Um, you know, the trajectory of where we're heading in this community. I think um, Alex Moisa in our last episode made a really good point that we're lacking vision and I had the opportunity to visit a lot of uptown um, merchants here and I had them sign a petition in regards to moving forward with the uptown streetscape plan and you know that took a long time government takes a really long time and so why does it have to be that way why aren't there different processes in place like what can we do as a community in order to make things happen for the benefit of our community, right? Not for the detriment. So are we, are we going to go into like details, how we're going to make it better or in, in this episode or will be, there'll be a follow-up episode? Well, I think we'll have a follow-up episode, but I just want to let everybody know, um, you know, cause if I were to just start, then I would not stop. Um, but I want to let everybody know that I am totally putting it out there. Everything will be known. Um, Social media-wise, my website will be live. You can go. I already have all the Christine for Whittier, so you can go on social media right now and um, like Christine for Whittier on Facebook. You can go to Christine for, and this is F O R Whittier, not the number four. And you can go to Instagram Christine for Whittier, and on uh, Twitter you can go to Christine four five six two because Whittier is like too many letters. But yeah, and so my website is also Christine Four Whittier, number four, or the word four. Either we'll go to the same landing page. But yeah, Very guys, cool. oh my gosh, it's it's really exciting. This um, and this was not my idea. I really didn't plan on running for mayor. Um, if anything, I initially wanted to be part of the school board. I am passionate about kids, children's health, and um, you know we are seeing a rise in childhood obesity occur and it's it's really disturbing for the future of our community and it, bo- it, it really bothers me at least you know so when i told someone that yeah i'm interested in running for a school board they said christine you should run for mayor i'm like what really why i mean i'm, I'm at the time i was only 26 I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. I think I need to wait my time. Like, I should run for a school board first, and then I should do this. And they're like, but Christine, you already, you're already doing it. 
the fact that you're already going to city council, the fact that you have this podcast and you're giving a platform to let other people in our community discover each other, the fact that, you know, you went to the state of the, you went to the state of the city and you recorded it live and you put it on uh, Instagram, you know, that accessibility is not available to everybody. And one of the ways that I do think that we can improve is having more accessibility because we have a lot of workshops, at least in this past year, we had um, Envision Whittier workshops. You guys remember hearing about that, the mm-hmm. creating the new plan for the city for the next 20 to 30 years. I was probably, so I went to about three of them and I went to some that were like, you know, um, right after right after work maybe like five or six o'clock um i would go to one in the evenings i could not make it to the saturday ones the saturday workshops but i was able to attend like one with the commissioners that was super cool like the parks and recreation commission they're talking about um like don marla he's uh on that commission and chris hardeman who we had on the podcast and uh you know it's just a very interesting perspective just to hear them say oh well maybe we should add um you know, access to the Greenway Trail from Whittier Boulevard. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a great idea, Don, because Don always runs the Greenway Trail, right? Um, over by Five Points, he was talking about an access point. And just talk, um, being with the Parking and Transportation Commission, they were discussing having a people mover, which we now, we are moving forward in the plan. Mayor Joe talked about it in his podcast episode. So, you know, these are really great improvements and stuff. Um, but my issue was that I was one of the only 20 somethings there almost every time, less than a handful of 20 somethings. So how can you create or develop a plan for a city when that's, it's not accessible to people when these meetings aren't, aren't at diverse times or isn't childcare provided. And, you know, this is just one perspective, but I think it's a perspective that's missing. So uh, can I ask, what would, would you do to, to create that um, access? Like, is there something that you have in mind that you say, you know what, what we're missing or what I think we should do is this, and this is how we would execute on this? Right. I think hitting the ground hard, I mean, on social media is really, is really key. I just noticed the engagement that I receive on What's Up Whittier and I mean, we don't need, sometimes we talk about local government and I understand that, you know, the city TV three, um, you know, people can watch city council meetings on TV. Well, not a lot of millennials have televisions anymore. A lot of millennials are cord cutters. So why don't we have access via social media? Why isn't there more transparency? You know, I was on Facebook today and, you know, obviously everything on Facebook, if it's there, it's true. I was on Facebook today and someone had posted an article about um, the trees in Uptown with the Uptown Streetscape Plan. And there's so much misinformation on there. But if, like, someone commented, um, oh, wow, I can't believe they're getting rid of all the trees or tree killers. And then another person said, well, you know, they're getting rid of every other tree, but the trees impact the plumbing that happens in Uptown, and it really ruins for the businesses. There wasn't proper planning done when they knew about the roots. Like, they didn't do enough research on the roots of the trees, right? And how they would grow. They grew out. They grew underneath businesses and impacted their plumbing. So, um, I mean, that's a way to get information out there. And so so when somebody went on there to correct, 
what the idea was that added more transparency. But the fact that this decision happened weeks ago and people didn't know about it up until today, a good majority of people learned about it today when someone else had posted about it. That That's not cool with me. And I don't necessarily think that government should be quiet because when government is quiet, then who is the government working for? You know what I mean? It's like, are you guys quiet when your bosses ask you? Um, well, you guys are your own boss. <laughs> um, I mean, I have a boss. So um, like if Ricardo were to come in here, you know, he's like, oh, you, did you do the research on this, this and that and that? And then I, I'll tell him, yes, I did. I was looking at this piece. I was looking at that, um, these mixers. And, you know, and so we have that type of rhetoric. And I don't really see that type of rhetoric being expressed. I think we should have town halls, you know, as an opportunity for people to go out there. And um, I know that there have been in the past. And if it's really about a poignant issue, a lot of people will turn out. Some really great responses that I saw from the community were for um, the No-Tell 6 issue. They wanted to, um, pro- people were protesting having a Motel 6 being built on the corner of Whittier and Kalmata on Whittier Boulevard in that area. You know, so it's just interesting. And then another um, great turnout with a lot of people from the community was in regards to the Greenbelt encampment. You know, that was the biggest turnout I've ever seen for at a city council meeting. They, I mean, you guys have been to City Hall. They had chairs, like folding chairs set up on the ground floor. You know, like in the lobby and there was standing room only and there was capacity. And um, I remember Captain Barr of the Whittier PD just standing at the door and he had a he literally had a clicker. You know, he's like, OK, well, 314 people, you can't come in. And then one person left. He's like, OK, you can go in. It's like, well, I'm not really going to sit anywhere. So there's no point. Um, I'm very fortunate enough to know people who are sitting next to empty seats. And I'm like, hey, is that seat open? I text them and they'll respond. Yeah, it's open. So I would go and I sat down. But again, it's that community involvement is very powerful. And the fact that everybody came out in order to support that, it was addressed. Those issues were addressed. And people didn't, and the reason why people were there is because they didn't know what was going on in regards to homelessness. And so the city manager, Jeff Collier, he read a statement. Well, wouldn't it be great if everybody knew what that statement was so they didn't have to, like, quote unquote, waste their time and be there at City Hall? I mean, people were there because they wanted answers, right? as opposed to just watching it on the television screen. I mean, I love going to City Hall because the energy is very palpable within the city council chambers. Um, For instance, there was like kind of a, not a physical scuffle, but um, there was an argument had over ad hoc committees. And I was not at that meeting specifically because it was my birthday week, but I was watching it on the computer and it's completely different, the reactions. Um, you know, I had a friend text me. He's like, oh, my God, you're missing a great meeting. And I was like, no, I'm watching it online. What's going on? He's like, oh, my. He's like, everyone is so mad. I was like, what do you mean? Um, so it was just it was really interesting. But at the end of the day, you also have to learn that the people on the dais are people. So it's okay for that to happen, for disagreements to occur. Because, again, I mean, we kind of had a disagreement before we started this podcast. And, I, I mean, I respect you guys so much. But at the end of the day, we're people, right? So we all, you know, nobody's perfect. And I think that's also another reason why I'm running is because I'm not perfect. You guys are not perfect. I'm perfect. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, you're flawless. You you woke up like this. Um, I love Beyonce. Shout out to Beyonce. But um, at the end of the day, we still matter. <laughs> 
neighbors. My name is Christine Singer Luna, and as you've heard in this podcast episode, I'm running for mayor. So if you're interested in learning some more information about the campaign, you can head over to my website, christineforwhittier.com. That's spelled Christine, F-O-R, Whittier.com, or Christine, number four, Whittier.com, and that'll go live on the 4th of July. On that website, you can learn about the issues that I'm campaigning on. You can learn how you can contribute via phone banking, which is calling your neighbors, canvassing, which is knocking on their doors, or how you can donate money to the website. Thank you for being a supporter of the What's Up Whittier podcast. I greatly appreciate your support because that's how we get to know our neighbors and have a more transparent town, right? So again, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Please visit the website and all social media handles, which are Christine, F-O-R, Whittier, except for Twitter, which is Christine, F-O-R, 562. Thank you so much, and I appreciate your support. This message is approved by Christine Singer Luna for Mayor 2020. So, Christine, what is what? Uh, what do people around you who are close to you in your your inner circle um, think about what what your decision is to uh, run for mayor? I mean, definitely, it's a wide spectrum of responses. So, for instance, um, I met with my photographer and I, you know, was like, I guess courting him. I took him out to dinner because I wanted to ask. And I said, Hey, I just wanted to let you, um, it's like, okay, I cannot hold this in any longer. I know this is just supposed to be a friendly dinner like that we had planned, but I'm running for mayor. And that person was like, you have my vote. What do you need? Like that. You know what I mean? It's because that person supports me so much in the community and uh, believes that we need a change. There should be a healthy amount of turnover in local government. Um, Again, not to say that these people who are currently on the dais are doing a bad job, but is it just that they've been making decisions for almost two decades for our town? It's an entire generation of people. Where is the active engagement in that? So that was really exciting um, from that person. That's just one reaction. Um, When I asked, uh, you know, um, Mayor Joe, he was like, well, you know, what am I doing wrong? And I was like, it's not that you're doing anything wrong. You know what I mean? Necessarily. How did that conversation go? (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was really cool. Um, I told him about, he's like, well, what, what did I do wrong? And I shared with him, you know, um, a little bit about my feelings about Envision Whittier. I shared with him a little bit about accessibility. We had a disagreement and, um, and it wasn't like anything really, but his comment was that government should be quiet and I don't believe in that. So, you know, so it was, a, it was a really cool, interesting conversation. And I told everybody, you know, I am not leading a mudslinging campaign. I'm instilling within the culture of my campaign. And I would really hope my supporters also, you know, believe in this culture. If they believe in me, that I am not out for negative campaigning. That is not how I roll. That's not how I roll as a person in real life. This is about the issues. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say, oh, so-and-so did this, so let's get them out. No, absolutely not. It's about what we as a community can do better and how we can help our city grow. So one, um, one interesting reaction was from my dad. My dad, the other day, he was like, Chris, you know, um, he calls me Chris. Chris, are you sure you really want to run for mayor? You know, you're not a homeowner. You're not a business owner. You don't have any kids. Like, why do you think you can run for mayor? And, you know, that, that kind of hurt, right? Because it's like your dad, 
um, it's your creator who's questioning whether or not. Wait, Dad, are you voting for me? I need to, I need <laughs> exactly. to know now. Stop there. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, I and I he always asks me like you know help with the ballot because I'm more involved and I'm a little bit more knowledgeable about the different issues that go on with the propositions and stuff like that. And I totally spoke to my dad like as if he was a constituent because he's a, he's a potential future constituent. And I said, Dad. Just because I'm not a homeowner, a business, I mean, I am a business owner, right? Technically on this podcast. Um, just because I don't necessarily check those boxes and I don't have kids doesn't mean that I don't want that in the future. And that doesn't mean I don't want to set the foundation, like to set a positive foundation in order to develop that and feel secure in that, yes, I want to bring kids into this world. You know, if we do oil drilling, do I even still want to live in this town? You know what I mean? These are, these are big decisions that can affect again, a generation of people. And I also told him, and um, you know, just because I don't check those boxes doesn't mean I don't represent those people. You guys are homeowners. You guys have, uh, well, Remo, you have a dog child. And, uh, you know, you have kids, Jesse. You have a child, child. <laughs> you have two childs, Jesse. Um, and you guys, you know, you pay your taxes, you pay your business license fees and all that stuff in this town. Are you getting equitable representation? Right? We have so many people investing money into our community. Are they getting equitable representation? We have disenfranchised communities that are in West Whittier that haven't had lights on their street ever. And it's an area of high gang activity. Are they getting equitable representation? That's, that's where I'm coming from. At the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about the community. It's, it's, that's really how I feel. Um, so, yeah. And I honestly hear it all the time. People talk to me all the time about their problems. And I do my best that I can in order to support them. Um, Mayor Joe just informed me about this process. If you guys have any issues at all, you can email me, Christine, at whatsupwhittier.com. And so then I could forward that over to anybody on the council. But he told me that when they receive those types of emails, they forward those onto the city manager. And the city manager will forward that onto the city, um, city staff. So, I mean, heck. Guys, I'm running for mayor, so email Christine at whatsupwhittier.com or actually hello at christinefourwhittier.com just so I can keep it a little bit more in, um, organized. Hello at christinefourwhittier.com. And then I'll forward those on to the city manager. Why not? I mean, why can't I do that? You know what I mean? So that's, that's really why I'm doing it. So what did your mom say? <laughs> <laughs> I love my mom so much. I told her, like, in the morning, she's like, Chris... I haven't even had my coffee yet. <laughs> Don't talk to me later. Yeah. And then she, she said that or you said that? She said that. Oh. She's like, Chris, are you serious? I have not even had my coffee yet. And then uh, I was like, yeah, mom. And I have a photo shoot later today. So do you think you could do me a favor and go and grab blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah. And then she, she's my personal stylist. All my good friends know my mom is my stylist. And so she went and she got me some stuff. And so I took photos with my photographer. So when we launch um, on July 4th, you got to see all those cool photos that I took. Nice little headshots that I got. Nice, nice. So, well, with that said, I mean, is there anything else you got uh, going on, Christine? I know, I know you're part of And Remo's giving us a finger now. <laughs> That's so true. Hi, Remo. Um, <laughs> Uh, What's next? I mean, other. I mean, you, you talked about running for for mayor, but uh, aside from that, what's next? I mean, what else? What else? Or what does that process maybe look like? What are, I mean, are you allowed to share? You, I think you mentioned July Fourth. You have some pictures, or your yeah. So on the Fourth of July, 
you know, this country may have its problems, but one thing that you can do is you have the right to run to be a local representative. It's my right as an American to vote. It's my right as an American to represent people. And it's my right as an American to run for mayor. So that is why on the 4th of July, that is my formal campaign kickoff. And you guys, again, so check out all the social media stuff going on. We got Christine, F-O-R, Christine for Whittier. Um, and you can go to christineforwhittier.com. And I will update as it goes along when we're going to have our first meeting, our first campaign kickoff meeting, you know, um, talk about some fundraisers because, quite frankly, guys, mailers are expensive, signs are expensive, and I want to give that out to the community and, you know, give them the opportunity to see who is running. And I really want to run a legit campaign. So what I need from people is... Um, I need phone bankers. If you don't know how to phone bank, if you don't know how to call people on the phone, you can text bank. So um, I already have a campaign office. I want to give a very special shout out to one of my really close friends, Carla Morell. Um, we recorded the podcast episode for Whittier Pride in her office. And we also recorded um, her um, podcast episode when she talked about Camino Counseling Center, uh, Camino Family Counseling. So that is where my office is going to be. I'm going to have a cute little corner um, office and what's really special again about that space is that I used to work upstairs so when like you know over a year and a half almost two years ago when someone told me I should run for mayor I like had a vision of my like you know you kind of see things like just kind of how I imagine myself being on stage for Dancing with the Stars and literally the next day I got a phone call saying hey Christine one of our dancers dropped out you want to do it you know I had a, a vision like because we had that space for the Bernie Sanders campaign in 2016, and I was like, man, how cool would it be if I had my campaign office here one day? And, and now I do. Right next door is my campaign office. There so that's go. at 14408 Whittier Boulevard, Suite A7. And again, follow all social media because we need phone bankers. We need text bankers. Um, we need canvassers. If you guys, you know, you live in this town, if you want to walk around your neighborhood and be like, hey, um, this is what I believe in this girl, um, this woman. And she believes in all of us as a community. We should all, let's support her. Um, you know, people want to, you know, to provide resources. That would be awesome as well. I have a big donate button on my website that I'm developing. And yeah, because I'm currently on Wix.com. Shout out to Wix. Really cool. Like you can just put stuff together. They don't sponsor this podcast, but they should. Um, so we should word out Sounds to like Wix. Sounds like we're going to have to send an invoice on <laughs> On that. But yeah, so again, um, just keep an eye out for all future events coming up. I'm planning on having a cafecito with Christine, coffee with Christine. Um, I plan on having town halls. I want to learn about not just of the people that are within my sphere, um, what they're going on, but also the people, in the peripherals that maybe I don't see all the time. I, mean, I don't always hang out in West Whittier. And, you know, there are some shops that I go to like on West in West Whittier on the boulevard and I interact with people there. But I don't really necessarily interact with the people who live there um, unless they come to Uptown or anything like that. It's different. I interact with my neighbors in East Whittier all the time because, you know, I'm out jogging. I say hi. You know, um, I'm on the Greenway Trail. I'll say hello to people at the parks. It's, it's really great that way. Um, but again, so Christine for Whittier on all social media and we'll let you know about when you can get together with me. And if you have any questions, please feel free to email me hello at christineforwhittier.com. 
And yeah, guys, that's that's what I got going on. Um, anything else other than that, go to WIPARadio.com to learn a little bit more about the radio station that we plan to develop for this community. Very cool. Very cool. And let's hit you with some woodier questions, Christine. Oh, man. These are the tough ones. See if it's changed. <laughs> so what uh, if you were to pick one? That's where, but that's when it's that's, tough. That's the hard one. A lot of people, what I've noticed is they start. They're like, "Well, it's this, this, this." They almost like pull up Yelp or something and just list all the businesses. Fair enough, yeah. We should just nail down people. What is the one thing? And maybe it, it could change over time. But at this moment, what is your go-to place? And I'm not going to say this just because I work for the corporation, but oh my god, the agua chile from Bizarra Capital, you guys! I Bizarra Capital from Bizarra Capital, <laughs> yeah, so good. I love the agua chile. The margaritas are so great. Um, that was one of the first restaurants I like love. Um, and flight for a second, but that's it. That's it. That was my second. I'm not going to provide any others. By the way, have you ever guys ever, well, when you go back and Remo, if you ever get a chance to swing on down there on uh, Bizarra, they have this really good drink, man. It's like, it's one of those drinks where you got to take it easy because um, they, it kind of creeps up on you fairly quickly, man. It's um, 200 plus, Jesse. I'm it's <laughs> called Pepino Vago, man. Which oh, is my like, God, yes. It's amazing, man. Anyways. Yeah, All right. And okay. what, are, uh, what is a fond memory of uh, the lovely city of Wichita? Well, very fortunate to have lived here for such a long time. Um, but honestly, my favorite memory was you guys um, are in it. It's this podcast. You know, I've been able to just find so much opportunity because of this podcast, because of what we do for our community, getting to network and meet so many people. It's really been a great, exhilarating experience. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's... It, I was telling my sister today that William Shakespeare has a quote and it's, you know, the world is a stage and we are merely its players. And from that quote, what I take from it is, you know, life is its own play. We're just, you know, we're just reading the script as it goes on. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. And so when these synchronicities occur, it's like you have to just see the, the beauty that is life, you know, and I think that... <laughs> If I think that if I did not go to Forking Good by myself during the Christmas parade, and if I had gone to another restaurant, I would have never met you guys, and I would we would not be in this room right now. And Jesse, you would not be the you, I, I mean I don't know you, like you wouldn't be the architect for this project. Yeah, wouldn't. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, just just Remo, you would have never married Eva. No, I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He probably would have. Ricardo would never be watching us. Um, you know, he's looking. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> he's making faces. That's funny. Um, you know, so it's it's really great. This podcast is a wonderful memory. I'll treasure it forever. You're awesome. Welcome. So thank you. You're welcome. La last question: If one thing is missing, what are you, what will that be? A millennial mayor. So vote Singer Luna for Whittier. March 2020. If you are not registered to vote at your current address, you can go to lavote.net or you can email hello at christineforwoodier.com and you can go onto the website. There are links to register to vote there as well. Is it hello? Like, hello? Is, is it, it me you're, you're voting for? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You like that song? I, you don't know that song? Uh, it's uh, Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Or Adele. Hello, is it yeah. me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's Adele, yeah. Oh. Is it Adele? I no, can see it. In, she sings a version. She does a cover of it. All right. Hello. A lot of people say hello. That tells you how much I listen to, to music, man. <laughs> Alrighty. I listen to music as you listen to podcasts. Boom. Exactly. Okay, guys. Well, Christine, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. And, it's been uh, a pleasure. There you go. And off to the next one. Off to the next one. Amen. Cheers. Bye, See you later, Whittier. <laughs>